Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in. Game Time Decisions is live on a Thursday night. I'm Kevin Walsh with you for two hours to go after tonight. Next time I see you, Las Vegas, Super Bowl 58, Niners, Chiefs. Excited to break it down for you. We will have some touchdown scorers tonight uh, as we again uh, send you off uh, and get you closer to Super Bowl 58. But let's start with some news from the National Football League today with the coaching cycle coming to its conclusion. The last remaining job goes to Dan Quinn, the Washington Commanders, hiring the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. The biggest winner of this feels like the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants. I am so, so on Dan Quinn as a head coach. If he gets the offensive coordinator spot right, my tone will change. But that is very key. Look, Dan Quinn had success, but they had Kyle Shanahan in Atlanta. He has to get the offensive coordinator right. But the reason that this is an obvious win for the teams outside of Washington in the division is Dallas finally lost Dan Quinn as their defensive coordinator. The ability to have a guy like Quinn as your D.C. has been a huge advantage for Dallas. We're seeing it pay off and have seen it for Kansas City with Spags, right? Cincinnati, Lou Anarumu. When you have, let's call it what it is, an older defensive coordinator, they are less likely to leave town. But Dan Quinn's success in Dallas was notable and clearly enough to get him the position here with Washington. Really? Detroit Lions? Sneaky winner as well. The fact they didn't lose Ben Johnson and a top of the conference peer lost their D.C. You got to mention that as well. We'll bring our radio audience into the fold. Appreciate all those here with us on SportsGrid, including SiriusXM Channel 159. Last note, second overall pick for the Commanders. Can they get quarterback right? Obviously a big question. We'll open this up here and we'll put eyes to start with yesterday's NBA slate. And there were some returns that went well. Durant scored 33 at the Barclays Center. The Suns get the job done and cover on the road against the Nets. 
And some returns that were a disaster. Damian Lillard scores 25 in Portland, and they lose outright as a 10.5-point favorite to the Portland Trailblazers. Look, teams lose all the time. But this team debuts Doc Rivers in Denver and loses no cover. And losing your debut for Doc was going to be tough, but it came at Denver. You can forgive it, right? To go to Portland for to get Doc his first win since taking the job and get Dame a win in the return and lose as a 10-and-a-half-point favorite. It's early to maybe use the word disaster, but it's bad. It is bad in Milwaukee. Not a lick of confidence coming out of this group. The idea I figured would be really good regular season with Doc, usual postseason flameout. Maybe he's trying to spin it and it'll just be a disastrous regular season and they can get hot come April. This is an ugly one. I get it. They're 32 and 16. This is an ugly one. Let's put eyes on tonight's NBA slate uh, because the by far and away game that jumps out is now your biggest spread of the night. Boston and LA. Lakers. No Anthony Davis. No LeBron James. The Lakers are pushing towards entering the NBA's trade deadline under 500. That's where this is trending right now. Luckily for them, the plane exists. And the Lakers season won't be over until way, way, way later on. But what is going to be the idea around this team when they hit the deadline. Because I'll tell you right now, it's not like they're going to be going in uh, red hot. They've already dropped two straight. Would be a miracle win in Boston tonight. Are they going to be more aggressive due to the disastrous nature that is now feeling like it is sinking in for this team? Or do they pull back and say it's a lost year? And if that second one is on the table, is there any chance, any, that LeBron tries to get out of town? Certainly worth noting. Halliburton goes to the Garden. We've got the Cavs. Really interesting game. Last night, they get back Darius Garland, so they were full go for the first time in a long time. Donovan Mitchell went wild, 45 points in the game. Back-to-back. I know beating up on Detroit, maybe you don't think takes a lot out of it, but they did not cover that basketball game. They now go to Memphis uh, on the second leg. What does this look like? Lineup wise, who is available? It's a big question, uh, and it's a question as well for Philadelphia. We know that Joel Embiid is not available. Could they get Tyrese Maxey back heading into Utah? They are a dog, though, in that game and will be whether Maxey plays or not. College hoops tonight, top 25 action, only two teams available. Wisconsin in Big Ten play makes the move to Nebraska. This line fluctuating a bit. Let's call it a pick right now. The Cornhuskers dropped it at Maryland, but still remain unbeaten so far in Big Ten play. Arizona, last time out, handled their business against the Oregon Ducks on the road. But for the Wildcats, getting back home, playing a Cal Bears team that they've already played and had success against, they're going to feel good about. We'll hit this game for a quick pick in the moment. But let's shimmy over to the Super Bowl here. Take a look at the odds between the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. 
49ers growing a bit stronger, it feels, as the week's going on. Two and a halfs now starting to appear. I now think it is possible we do see the threes reappear on KC. I think you are now at a point, if you are Chiefs better, you're patient, and you're waiting. Or you're paying up to three, and we can maybe talk about this on the show, how expensive that might be. There is a chance this line works its way back. Look, it might sound ridiculous to some that this line could push towards that field goal again, but it's where it's opened. And there's a lot of people that do believe the Niners are a better football team across the board. That when you line these teams up, yes, Pat versus Purdy is a huge advantage, but the Niners are power rated better. And if that is the case, then maybe we see three again. 47.5, by the way, largely steady. Did see a flat 47 out there. Looks like under money coming in right now for Super Bowl 58. Quick pick, Arizona Cal. We mentioned it, one of the two top 25 teams in action. Umar Bayo, the big man for the Wildcats, gets over 9.5 rebounds in this game. If you look for Bayo, could have had this against the Ducks, landed nine. Why? Foul trouble, only 20 minutes. I think tonight, Bayo will make sure he does not get in foul trouble. And I think he's going to make sure he gets his against a Cal team he's already feasted on. Had 11 rebounds on the road when he played Cal. Last two home games, 13 rebounds in each. Give me Bayo over the rebounds. We'll hit the rest of the card next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. We're live right here. It is game time decisions. Kevin Walsh with you on this Thursday night. I want to start in the association. Uh, It is a light card for me tonight, admittedly. Uh, A lot of that has to just do with the 
injury situation in the league and uh, me having to kind of just today I had to attack the board a little bit earlier uh, and there's a lot of question marks there uh, and some of that you've now started to really see impact the market uh, the Lakers earlier in the day were catching 11 at Boston now catching 15 points. Uh, the Knicks line has dropped down a bit against Indiana, two and a half. Cavs have grown a bit stronger, eight and a half. Philly still sitting at five uh, in Utah. It is just a four-game board. Uh, but my best bet tonight does come from the NBA, and it is Tyrese Halliburton to record a double-double at minus 105. And perhaps my confidence here comes from being on the right side of, and this number is actually now plus 115, uh, which is incredible. Uh, perhaps some of my confidence comes from being on the right side of Halliburton, his right side uh, of his day, of his return game. So Halliburton comes back against Boston, plays 22 minutes, and goes under at 10.5 assists prop, at 19, 20.5 points prop, and at 3.5 rebounds prop. I was on that rebounds prop, which was uh, ended up kind of being the biggest sweat of the bunch with it being the short number. But for Halliburton um, in that game, it was the way it played out, which was he played normal minutes basically until halfway through the third and then he never came back in the game, which was really, really interesting and not what you would have anticipated. The books seemingly weren't aware Halliburton was on a minutes limit or how strict the limits were going to be. Why do I say that? Well, his points prop now today, 15 and a half. His assist prop, nine and a half. And the rebounds prop has even moved as well down to two and a half. Uh, all of these are bettable numbers, right? Not even anything too juiced out. I'm on Halliburton for a double-double, though. He hit this last game against Boston. A better defense, no if, and, or buts than that of the New York Knicks. So that right there is very, very comforting. I mentioned the sample size heading into the matchup with Boston. It was at the time six. It is now seven games where Halliburton has played less than 30 minutes. Removing the game against Boston, he exited early with an injury and only played about 13 or so minutes. But now in the seven games, Halliburton has recorded a double-double in five of them. He has 28 double-doubles in 35 overall and 14 double-doubles in 15 road games. Look, you could just take this to the 9.5 assist prop if you want. I am not anticipating that this is going to be uh, coming in via his rebounding number. Obviously, steals blocks. Uh, and I likely would have just played the assist, but... This morning, it was 10.5 assists. This move here from the books, again, feels like a lot of people have now come in on Halliburton unders. But the minutes restriction is only going to be lessened as this goes on. So this is a wild overreaction all of a sudden here on Tyrese Halliburton, and I'm happy to be on his double-double at minus 105. And again, you can now get better numbers on Halley today. Uh, before I go forward, let me get Davis Maddock in the fold here. His same-game parlay comes from this matchup as well between the Knicks and the Pacers. Here's Davis Maddock's SGP.
Alright guys, we are back with another same game parlay over on the FanDuel Sportsbook. We are just going to continue to ride the red hot New York Knicks. I mean, really, I don't think any team in the NBA has been the story of January the way that the Knicks have. They are playing the Pacers at home tonight. The Pacers getting healthy, but we don't even care. We are taking the Knicks minus three and a half at home here on the spread. This is the third time this week we are taking the Knicks and we are not backing off. We are also going to take the under on 238 and a half. I do think the Pacers were to win this game. It would definitely be their pace and space just kind of overwhelms some of those smaller Knicks lineups. The Knicks actually playing a little bit smaller without Julius Randle in the lineup. So we just want to bet on that Knicks defense, locking in those perimeter guards, Pascal Siakam and everything for the Pacers. And then the final leg of our same game parlay, basically a lock at this point, we're going to take Jalen Brunson to score 25 or more points, something he has done in four of his last five games. He's really one of the most efficient scoring guards in the Eastern Conference right now. This three-leg same game parlay is going to give us plus 258 odds on the FanDuel Sportsbook, Knicks minus three and a half, under 238 and a half, Jalen Brunson to score 25 or more points. Good luck tonight, everybody. All right, appreciate the breakdown there from Davis Maddock. One thing that caught my attention uh, from Brunson was his three-point prop, uh, two and a half, and very bettable juice now at minus 115 on Brunson, six-plus attempts in each of the last two games played without Randall. If that workload's going to be consistent, you can get over it. And I'm wondering if it can even uptick a little bit. He's uh, landed two for six uh, in two straight. Something to keep your eyes on with Brunson tonight. Uh, college basketball, we mentioned Umar Bayo over nine and a half rebounds back home uh, where he's had consecutive games of 13 plus. Uh, and he had 11 uh, rebounds in just 21 minutes early season uh, against Cal. You look at the misses uh, against Oregon all due to foul trouble uh, and against Oregon State, just a different type of basketball game that kind of forced Tommy Lloyd's hand here. Uh, I think you're going to see Bayo tonight and this could be a sneaky way to look towards the over. Look, nobody likes fouling out and having their minutes cut. Tommy Lloyd basically fouled out Umar Bayo. Uh, was very, very risk-adverse in how he used his big man. And because of that, because he made him sit on the bench for so long while in foul trouble, he never even actually fouled out. But I think what you'll almost see from Bayo tonight is be overly cautious. That's my guess in defending the rim a bit. At least after a first foul, there's something to keep your eyes on. Uh, I am going to take Nebraska tonight as well, plus one and a half. I like this Wisconsin team a lot. Preseason future on them, but a spot is a spot. And the spot tonight is on Nebraska. I do want to get the most updated number for everybody uh, on this here. Look, uh, I'm assuming it's moved a bit, so I just want to check. But I'm not, it's not going to be a situation where... They're catching one and a half and then laying one and a half. I'm going to be completely out on the situation. I expect them to win this game tonight. Uh, it is, but yeah, still plenty one and a half ones pick uh, in this spot right now. Here's what it comes down to. Two things. One, Nebraska's not lost at home yet in Big Ten play. That is very, very important. Plus, coming off of a loss to Maryland, I like it. But also, we just saw Nebraska, excuse me, Wisconsin, lay two and a half at Minnesota, they ended up only winning that game by two and remarkably not even covering. But the point is, for Wisconsin to lay that number at Minnesota and then still lay one and a half here, 
I feel like you're looking at a spot. They, they've not moved this enough considering the road. And we know home road splits in college basketball are very real. The gap between Nebraska and Minnesota is more than a point, right? Uh, and we saw this team's prior road game before that be at Penn State, lay five and a half, lose outright. Their only loss so far in Big Ten competition. I think the second does come tonight. Give me Nebraska plus one and a half. One other thing to keep your eyes on tonight with the NBA board uh, is both AD and LeBron being out. And I am trying to double check because I don't know if we have, and I don't think we do, any games yet this season where they have both missed time. And we don't. What that means is the books are now in an interesting spot trying to figure out is who to price where as the lead man for this basketball team now, props-wise. D'Angelo Russell gets the nod with a 21-and-a-half, but it's the same number as Austin Reeves. Rui Hachimura checks in 13-and-a-half. All stuff we'll discuss here tonight. Game Time Decisions is live in sports with Coach James Young up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Back with you right here on Sports Grid, Kevin Walsh, Coach James Young in the fold. JY, little game time decisions. How are you, sir? Hey man, you know it's, it's Thursday night. It's, it's K Dub and JY. Not a lot, not a lot of not a lot of games tonight in the NBA. Yeah. Light slate, but I'm sure we can find some winners for for the people. It is a light slate, Coach. Maybe it'll allow us though to zoom out some of the big picture stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think we can kind of start that though. Look, Lakers Celtics is always a fun game, but tonight it's supposed to be an absolute route. Fifteen point line. Let's just start here. Are you betting this game tonight? I'm going to bet it, but I'm going to just go first half. I mean, let's be honest. I'm worried about the back recovery, which could happen. You know, Kevin, we could talk about at times, you know, teams without their stars for one game, they show up. This Lakers team is so damn bad with LeBron on AD. How bad are they going to be without him? So to me, I just think the Celtics just punch them early in the mouth. I'm going to take the Celtics minus eight and a half in the first half. They'll be up by double digits. 
Yeah, it's a lot, though, Coach. I would look. I'm staying away from the side here. We've seen teams kind of because the Celtics go. Oh, we got to get up. We got to get up. We got. Oh, they're not. No one's playing in this game. Nah, we don't care. Never mind. You know. And so that would be my worry, Jy. Is you don't get the best foot forward from Boston. But look, my question to you now, when you look at this Lakers team, lost two in a row, supposed to lose tonight. That would put them two games under 500. I believe we're only going to have two more games for this team before the deadline. Maybe a few more, but that deadline, when is it? When is the deadline, J.Y.? Because we're going to be it's out a, there in it's Vegas. A week for, it's is a it week that, from today. It's, I think it's the 8th. About Thursday? Mm-hmm. So they're going to play at the Knicks and at the Hornets, and then they play late night in Denver where who knows who will be available, who will be traded. If you're the Lakers, you're sitting there under 500 at the deadline. Does that make you more aggressive or less aggressive? Kevin, you have to be aggressive. You, 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 got, you got LeBron James at 39 years old, who basically, after the game against Atlanta, in so many words, shredded his whole team. Like, shredded his teammates. And you're Rob Palenka, and here's the thing what Rob Palenka did. Rob Palenka went and got parts, but he didn't add the problem with the Lakers, which is perimeter shooting. They don't have shooters. They're relying on guys that can't get it done. And here's the thing, like, when you look at this schedule with the Lakers, right, you just talked about it a little bit. After, you know, the deadline, like, do you really think they're going to make a run and lean on LeBron James to literally carry them all the way through? I think that's the part that's that's a little bit worrisome is I know LeBron's going to bring it. Who else is going to bring it? And you look at the strength of schedule, they have the ninth toughest schedule the rest of the way. They're still going to play Minnesota twice, fighting for a one seed. Oklahoma City, one, fighting for a one seed. Clippers, once. Denver twice, Milwaukee twice. Like, Kevin, where are the wins? So I think that's the big concern with them is they got to make a move quick or else I think this could get really ugly at the end of the season. Maybe they try and fire Darvin Ham, but he's not going to fix the mistakes that Rob Palenka's made, let's be honest. But here's my question then, J.Y., right, with this team. It seems like the consensus is given up on the idea that the Lakers can contend in the West at a serious level. And, okay, fine. Right? Got it. If that is the case, and they're not going to push in for Zach Levine, DeJounta Murray, right? Then, I mean, don't, shouldn't they be trading LeBron? Look, if I'm missing something, and I prefer to, because then I'll just drop the conversation. I, you know, LeBron's contracts at times, it's tough to figure out what is allowed and, and what isn't. But if LeBron is, is eligible to move, yes. right, which I believe he is, coach, then shouldn't yes. the Lakers just trade him? Yes, 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 yes. And, and you, they, listen, at the end of the day, LeBron is still going to fetch you something, right? And let's put it way. If you're not going to make a move this year, Kevin, when are the Lakers going to make a move with LeBron, right? It's not going to magically, like, boom, they're all going to get better in a year. This is done. So if you're the Lakers, go to LeBron and say, where do you want to go? And let's see if we can figure out something. He's good. Listen, I know what's this guy. What's the knucklehead's name on Fox Sports? Nick Wright? Like, he ain't terribly wrong. Like, listen. I know people get mad at me about the Julius Randle thing. I really don't care. But if the if the if they if they said to the Knicks, Randle 48 and three number ones, you think New York's gonna say no to that? Like, 
they'll make a trade. Philadelphia will make a trade. Milwaukee will make a trade. Anybody that's got a chance to win a ring that can get LeBron James in a stretch run is going to take a look at it. So if you're the Lakers, if you can't, if you're not going to go trade for DeJounte Murray, you're not going to trade for Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, you're not going to make for a difference maker on the wing that's going to help you win, then go the other way. Keep AD, trade LeBron, and build around Anthony Davis. Like, I don't... Again, you know what? Yes, this is probably me half rooting in for my dream scenario, but Tobias Harris and Daniel House Jr.'s money matches perfectly for a trade to get LeBron to Philly. Obviously, picks would have to be added in. I don't know how many, but like JY, for a team like the Philadelphia 76ers, right, who are now battling, and Bede's about to miss a little time here, right, potentially, you don't want to miss out on good seeding. You have Maxi already in place, so you know you're good for the future, right? Because, ah, but what if LeBron leaves? Tobias isn't expiring. Mm-hmm. So you don't, that doesn't matter. Tobias isn't expiring. If LeBron opts out, if the money's not on your books anyway, are you telling me there's a better use for the 76ers with those draft picks? And you're telling me LeBron would turn down the move? I can't imagine what? LeBron would turn down that move. Well, here's the thing, and, and, Le- and LeBron's a historian, right? So if you send him to a place like Philadelphia, right, that hasn't won a championship since 83, a, sport, a sports-craved town, fanatics where they are with their fans, he'll go there. I'll I tell you what, you think I'm crazy. He'd go to New York in a second. The team hasn't won in 50 years. They Listen, LeBron goes to the Knicks, they win a championship, they're putting a statue outside of MSG. Not Patrick Ewing, not of not Walt Frazier, or maybe a Walt, because Walt, Walt kind of dresses almost as good as J.Y. dresses. But you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, you have to, at the NBA, the way the draft works, it's very rare that you hit home runs, right? So why are you holding on to picks? Make a, if you're Philadelphia, make a move. Tobias is probably going at the end of this year anyway. If you're the Knicks, Julius Randle's probably gone in a year anyway next year because he's a tradable contract. Make the move. If I'm LeBron, if they – listen, they lose my 30 today, I'm walking to Rob Blake and saying, get my ass out of here tomorrow. And I guarantee you, some of these teams will go make a move for LeBron James. I just think it's a situation where – it's so funny because I'm, I'll, I'll be honest with everyone. I've not really had this conversation much the trade LeBron one, but maybe, you know, and I don't know, maybe folks at home watching and listening are getting a different reaction out of this conversation than I am, but it makes more sense than it probably ever has before when you bring up the trade LeBron topic. And again, for the teams that are, the teams that aren't the Lakers, like you wouldn't have to give up as much as you'd think. The, the world where this is a useless conversation is the one where the Lakers say, we can't handle the PR nightmare of oh, trading God. LeBron. Oh, God. But is it a PR nightmare? Oh, God. Oh, they, 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 I don't know. No, 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 I agree with you. That, that would be the biggest, the dumbest take ever. Why? You, you don't want to play trade LeBron because you're worried that you're going to look bad as a, the Lakers? Like, bro, they, they, they're going nowhere. So you're going to hold on to him for what? He can turn around and leave at the end of the year anyway. 
and be so frustrated with what's going on. So that's the other thing, too, and I'll just make this point. Um, Look, it's it's an important conversation because we try and figure out who can kind of shift title odds with stuff. The this would be different, JY, and it has been different in years prior when we don't expect or we fully expect LeBron is coming back, right? It that that is when it is different. But we are under the impression that LeBron is going to move wherever his son is, right? So if you're the Lakers. And I know, and I'm not trying to open a debate about, I know LeBron, he's struggling at USC. I still think he enters the NBA. That'll play out how it plays out. But if you're the Lakers and you basically have, you, there's nothing you can do aside from drafting his son to keep him, you're probably losing him anyway. Right? Because yeah. I feel like this Lakers front office is going to be like, we're not drafting his kid. We don't, we don't want to cave to that. I almost wonder if that's where they are. So, and I, look, man, he enter, if LeBron is on the block and you're a team where you might have a chance to bring him in as guy two, you, you have to consider it heavily because it only takes one team to make that move, I'll tell you right now. Listen, Philly I'll say right now. jumps oh. Milwaukee, JY, if they yes. add LeBron. They jump in. I don't I think they jump Boston, in, though. They jump Boston. They jump Boston. I don't think they would. If LeBron is the second or, third, second or third option? If Embiid's healthy? Oh, God, they jump Boston. Absolutely. Plus, you got to think of the fact of this. Nick, Nick, Nick Nurse, Joe Mazzula. Who are you trusting if the teams are close? I, I'm not saying I wouldn't bet Philly. I'm talking about where the market goes because of how strong Boston's booked. But... Uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, don't worry, you're not missing out on anything. We got all the coaches' college plays and the rest of his NBA board next, right here, Sports Grid on a Thursday night. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.
Live on a Thursday night, Kevin Walsh joined by Coach James Young. JY, let's get to it here. 7.30 at the Garden, the Knicks and the Pacers. What are you looking for? Yeah, I'm going to take the Knicks on the money line tonight. I think this is a team that's really playing well, probably as good as any team in the NBA. Yes, you do have uh, Halliburton back tonight, but uh, I do believe OG is in the lineup tonight, so I think that boosts I think he's out. He's out? Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go with this guy now. All right, but anyway, I, I'm sticking with it. I'm going with the Knicks on the money line. They're playing extremely well. They struggle uh, in the end against the three, and Demon Chetel's been hot like fish grease. Give me the Knicks on the money line. Uh, all right, take a look there. Uh, Cavs, Coach, uh, they're with the Grizzlies tonight. Second leg of a back-to-back. How do you feel? Okay, it could be back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back. I mean, the Grizzlies, they ain't got Steven Adams. They don't got Desmond Bain. They don't have Brandon Clark. They don't have John Moran. They don't have Derrick Rose. They don't have Marcus Smart. And they don't have Brian Big Country Reeves. So they ain't got no shot in hell tonight. Cavs on a back-to-back. Still love them. It's a long they That trick going to get whipped tonight. Give me the Cavaliers minus the points. Uh, and then JY, taking advantage of the Joel Embiid absence here. Kelly Oubre Jr. has your attention. Yeah, he has my attention over 18 and a half points. Kelly Oubre Jr., who is someone that's never been shy to get a shot off. One of the better acquisitions so far of the offseason. Underrated signing by Philadelphia. This guy can score. He can score bunches. And But the fact of no Embiid, he benefits probably the most. His points props at 18 and a half. He goes over time. I do believe he went 20, uh, 15 last game, but 25 25 the two games before that. He gets busy tonight. Uh, we do have um, the worst NBA trade uh, in history, potentially. Oh, God. Uh, no. ah, that's being rude. Steven Adams uh, and Victor Oladipo trading places. Steven Adams is going to the Rockets. Uh, and Depot is going to the Grizzlies. Can either guy play basketball? Wait, no Adams is out for the season. Uh, and three second-round picks as well. Uh, all right, there that is. Uh, so that's your breaking NBA trade. What? It doesn't matter, Coach. We got to get to the college. <laughs> yeah, we got, it doesn't matter. Could ma- could it, it does, not, does not matter here. Uh, App State uh, is in action tonight here, JY. App State on the road. Uh, what are you looking for in this game? I'm going to take Appalachian State on the road tonight at Georgia State. Already has a win this year versus, remember, this is an Appalachian State team that I do believe has beaten JMU both times this year. This team plays really well. The line is, I think, five and a half. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Appalachian State to get the win and the cover. Uh, in the Sun Belt as well, James Madison's laying a ton to Coastal Carolina. Big number not scaring you off. Oh, hell no, it's scaring me off tonight. Because I think of the fact that this team, as remember, Kevin, they were undefeated. I think they've lost three out of the last five games. Coastal is god-awful. They're walking into a bus or they're walking into a team that is really in a bad mood, and Coastal cannot stop anybody. I'm going to go with James Madison to cover and win big. The same in the mid-major level here, Townsend Northeastern, Townsend at home, six-and-a-half, seven-and-a-half point favorite. What do you like? I like Townsend State here. Townsend is one of the best teams in the Coastal. Remember, folks, it used to be called the Colonial. They're now called the Coastal because they're off the coast, I guess. But anyway, not important. I'm going to go ahead and take Townsend money, six and a half. Uh, They're one of the best teams in that league. Uh, Northeastern struggles, particularly on the road. Give me Townsend money, six and a half. Uh, And then you're finishing it off here, Coach, with some ranked action in the Pac-12, Arizona and Cal. What's your look? 
Well, very simple. Arizona crushes teams at home. They play terrible on the road. Cal's not good on the road. Arizona's at home. Big number, don't care. Arizona, minus 18 and a half, win by 25 plus. A lot of faves, coach. No worry. No worry. Yeah, no, no worry. You know what? I tell you, I, you know what? You know who no I dogs? do like as an underdog? Nebraska. Oh, I'm on Nebraska. I'm on Nebraska. I'm, I'm, I like, I like Nebraska. I like, I like, I like Nebraska right. plus one and a half. Listen, Nebraska is another team that plays really well at home, uh, not so well on the road. I know Wisconsin's been the class of the Big Ten. The Big Ten, I don't think, is very good. Uh, Freddie Hoiberg's got that that program finally turned around in Nebraska. I'll I'll take the one and a half points. I think they went out right. Uh, all right. Uh, let me ask you then something, Coach, while we have some time here. Um, there's an increase in conversation now in the NBA about the 65-game minimum. And I'm kind of curious where you land on it right now. It looks like we're doing some blame game between owners and, and players. And I'm just curious what your thoughts are, again, on this current 65-game minimum uh, for players to be eligible for awards and uh, all NBA and things of that nature. Well, first blame. First blame has got to go to the the broadcast rights. This was This was why people were pissed off. The, the, the broadcast rights, the, the, with the negotiations really coming coming up to a fault, too many star players were missing games. And it was, the bigger thing was too many star players were missing. Ready, folks? The big games, the TNT games, the ESPN games, right? The ABC games. That is what pissed off a lot of people in the corporate world. So the NBA had to go crack down. Now, here's what I'm going to say to the NBA, and here's the owners. This is also your fault because a lot of you guys own your own arenas, right? I did a calculation, Kevin, 173. That is the number of days that is between the beginning of the season and the end of the season. So if you just play every other day, you don't have to worry about it. But these NBA owners who sometimes own NHL teams, they want to fill the arenas up with concerts, so on and so forth. So that is my issue with the owners. Now, Here's my solution. I know people are going to think I'm crazy, but that's the first or last time I've probably heard it today. I still think you should start the season on Christmas Day and go to July 15th. 207 days. More time. Start the playoffs in the middle of July. You can wrap up the playoffs by the time football starts around Labor Day. And it wouldn't kill the ratings. Plus, there's not a lot of concerts, Kevin, in the summer because the concerts go to outside venues. I really, they won't do it, Kevin, but I really wish the NBA would change their start date and start later and end later and give it more time and no back-to-backs. I think, so, all right, let me just start with this. The reason I can't stand the 65-game minimum is it is a gigantic waste of time. And I cannot believe everybody doesn't agree. I can't believe people are still defending this. The notion on the 65-game minimum was once we put this in, guys will stop missing time. And literally, Embiid is going to miss out on the MVP because of the 65-game minimum. So, immediately, they have been proven wrong. 
your 65 game minimum did nothing. Embiid is not going to play 65 because Embiid is not healthy enough to play 65. You might say, well, that's crazy. Embiid shouldn't get MVP if he only plays 62 games. He wouldn't get MVP if he only played 62 games because voters, when they're deciding who's the league MVP, would hold it against Joel Embiid. What you have done, though, is now on the All-NBA team, first center will be Jokic, second center will be who gives a damn, and the third center will be even worse. And it won't be Joel Embiid. So right away, you've set yourself up for complete embarrassment, and you have ignored the problem, which is there are too many games, and specifically, as Coach said, back-to-backs. You must get rid of them. I don't care if they believe the players should be able to play them without missing time. They can't. They've proven it to you. They can't. Coach, just cut how many games we have. There won't be less TV dates. They'll just be smaller slates, and we'll be fine. And they'll stop missing games. And the idea of what happens if I lose 10 home games, just raise the prices. I don't care. You know what? You can justify it. Because now, when, when the fans show up, they'll actually see the guys they paid to come watch, so you can justify jacking up the prices. Coach, we can't do the 82. It's become abundantly clear. For whatever reason, the today's NBA player cannot play 82 games. It is just the reality. Well, you're, you're right. And I think that's why I said you, you went one way, I went the other. Your way is go 72 games, right, which would make sense. My way is start later, more days, more break time in between. Either way, they have to eliminate back-to-backs. Listen, folks, when when we were in COVID at Monmouth, we played back-to-backs because of because of COVID. You play Friday, Saturday, less travel time. You do not understand how physically taxing it is. And I'm talking Division One women's basketball. I'm talking. We're talking about the best players in the world playing 40 minutes. Then you got to turn around. And people don't notice, folks. Like, they, they don't put this together, right? A lot of times when you go back-to-back, back, they got to travel to the next city. What's happening? Game ends at what? 10 o'clock. Press conference. Shower. Post-game meal. What time are you leaving the, the arena? Maybe 11.30. Maybe midnight. Now you got to drive to the airport. Then you got to get on the charter. Then you got to get to the hotel. What time do you get to the hotel? Okay, now, 3 in the morning? 3.30 in the morning? So... So now teams are doing shoot around the next day. It's a it's a joke, and it's a joke because the owners are lining their pockets, and that is what it came down to. Because they want to line their pockets and they want to save as many dates as they can for other things. They just need to either cut the season down or extend the season longer. Make your choice. Yeah. Look, and and a lot of look the the, the players are financially in a great spot, right? Now, some guys are, like, Halliburton's going to potentially miss out on the bonus stuff because he's not going to make all NBA, which is ridiculous. Halliburton is is a starter in the All-Star game and won't get labeled one of the six best guards in the NBA because he may end up playing 64 games. Like, 
It's just, again, this was so obviously stupid the second they did it. And everybody thought I was just defending the players. And everybody, I don't care. Everybody was wrong. Everybody was wrong. The idea was this would get guys to play more. LeBron's out tonight in Boston, along with AD. It, it, it is not on a national TV game. And they won't get fined, by the way, because they're both on the injury report for all 82 games. So it makes absolutely no difference. Celtics fans tonight get to watch a 15-point favorite. And again, we shouldn't even be talking about LeBron, by the way. He's in year 21. He should be allowed to play six games a year and make the all-star team. It doesn't even, it's not even about him, okay? It's about everybody else. Jokic just missed the game at OKC. It, it, it's just, it's the way things go. Coach, I, I might even hold you around here. Uh, one more go around. Uh, we're going to set people up here. Uh, just some final looks at tonight's NBA card, college card uh, as well. We will open up our number two with the Super Bowl touchdown market. I've got a Super Bowl score for the Niners as well as a pick in right now for the Kansas City Chiefs. And we'll see if there's any other value to discuss all next year on Sportsbook. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Every day, our world gets a little more connected but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. All right, we're live to hear game time decisions. Kevin Walsh, Coach James Young. Uh, I'm not with you tomorrow here. Uh, and then in, uh, over the weekend, some pro football today for you guys. Uh, and then I will see you out in Vegas mornings. Uh, it'll be me, Donnie, Ben, and Joe Lisi. So I'm excited for that. But that means uh, that I, I don't get to talk to Coach until I sneak away and uh, join the VATR podcast for, for an addition or two. Uh, but I wanted to ask you, JY, because I'm not going to get to talk to you uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow, just into the weekend, the college slate, any game you're really, really focused on? For me now, Kentucky and Tennessee off the loss, what a matchup at Rupp. 
That's going to be a big matchup, but it starts early, Kevin. I mean, I, th- I think the I think the UConn St. John's game could be fascinating, but I'm going to scroll my way down because I've been waiting for this since they came into the league. Houston at Kansas. That that could be a rock fight, Kato. That 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 could be the definition of a rock fight. <laughs> I, that, that could be a rock fight. I, that's going to be four o'clock ESPN. I yes. Coach is going up Long to Connecticut to watch one of the kids he trained plays. So, Sam, I love you, but JY will have his phone with him, and I will be watching college basketball as all this is going on. It's going to be a, one of the best regular season slates in a long time on a Saturday with all the games. Yeah, I, I was trying to figure out if there's any spot that I, I really like. And the one I'm interested in, we'll have to see what the number is. But Auburn on the road at Ole Miss. That Ole Miss 18 and 3 still looks shiny. Auburn lost two straight on the road. I think the idea for a lot of people is that, oh, let's fade him again. And I'll probably back the Tigers. Any spot quickly, coach, really catching your attention? One last one Kentucky, Tennessee. I, I, I'm not a big fan of Tennessee. I think they're frauds. Kentucky off uh, a loss in overtime. We don't know about DJ Wagner. I'm still telling you folks, I'm hearing that he's banged up, maybe out again, but that's a big spot. All right, coach, appreciate it. Touchdown, Super Bowl style next. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home. The place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy.